The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus appeared to the eleven and said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to the whole creation. And he who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we celebrate the very beautiful and profound uh, conversion of St. Paul. Uh, and so <clears throat> what we see here, this wonderful saint so influential and so many other saints after him, uh, so powerful in his witness. Uh, one of my favorite statues in Rome is the statue of St. Paul, uh, which is outside the Basilica of St. Paul outside the walls. And he's standing there with his sword and the gospels. It's a very profound, very powerful, powerful statue there. Um, but this wonderful saint whose conversion we read in the first reading today, and which he later recounts multiple times when he's speaking to different crowds, such a profound experience that he had. But his first experience is important. His first experience before he is baptized is he encounters the risen Christ. He encounters the Lord first. The Lord is the catalyst for the conversion. And it's very beautiful what happens because when the Lord appears to him, the Lord says, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And Jesus shows the intimacy that he has with the members of his church, that to persecute his church is to persecute the Lord. They are his body, and we truly see that to be such in what he says to St. Paul. Why are you persecuting me? And so it is to this intimacy that Paul himself is now being called. Paul is called now to become part of the body of Christ. And so he goes, and the first thing that happens after that is he receives his sight again at the words of a believer. And then he receives baptism. All of these beautiful images, the receiving of sight, the entrance into faith, and then being baptized into this grace, which makes him a part of that body of Christ, which he had been persecuting, but which he is now united to. And what else we can learn from St. Paul is that we are to give up on no one. We cannot despair of the conversion of anyone. The Lord can take any soul and make them into a Paul. That's the beauty of what we read in this first reading today. And then in the gospel, you have this commission that the Lord gives to his own apostles, the 11 of them that are gathered there with him. And this is after he has called them to that intimacy with him. So we see a definite pattern in the resurrection accounts. The Lord eats first with his apostles on multiple occasions. And then he ascends, he is taken from them. He calls them first to that intimacy with him. And then he sends them out, just like he did with St. Paul. 
St. Paul is called to that intimacy with Christ first before he can go out and be effective in his preaching of the gospel. So also these apostles in the gospel today are called into that intimacy. They've spent time with the Lord. They know him. And this will make their preaching of the gospel effective because the gospel is something that has been witnessed by them and is now being lived by them. And he says to them, go into the whole world and preach the gospel to all creation. All creation that was affected by the sin of Adam will now be restored through the grace of Christ. The Lord sends his disciples here to preach the gospel first. People must encounter Christ first. And then the beauty of Christ will draw souls to enter into that oneness of him in his body through the sacraments and through his grace. But to preach the gospel is not simply something that we do by words. As St. Francis says, preach the gospel at all times and when necessary, use words. The gospel is preached by our life first and foremost. We also might be the only gospel that someone might encounter in this world, and therefore we must be living the gospel. We might be the only way in which someone might meet Christ in this world, and therefore Christ must be living in us. And the gospel is something that must be taken in first. It must be encountered by us first. We have to have an intimacy of life with Jesus first before we can go and call others to that same intimacy. We must be evangelized first before we can evangelize. And then our mission of evangelization will be effective because the words of the gospel, the life of Christ will be something in us making it effective. And then the Lord says, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. But people have to be presented with the truth of Christ first. They have to encounter him first so that they know the decision that they are making. They know what they are called to believe in. As Pope Francis says, it's insufficient to go out into into the world and simply preach all of the moral standards of the church. We have to preach Christ first because then all of the moral teachings make sense. All of the moral teachings we can see flow from a relationship of love with Jesus Christ. And so we bring Christ to the world. We bring light to the world. And these signs, the Lord says, will accompany those who believe. And we read through these different signs and we know that these actually literally happened and especially in the life of St. Paul. The casting out of demons, the speaking in tongues, the picking up of serpents. We know that one instant when Paul was sitting by the fire and he was bit by the viper and was unharmed, drinking deadly things and not being hurt and laying their hands on the sick. But this also represents the sacraments of the church and their effectiveness, the casting out of demons, the laying on of hands, the getting rid of poison, but it also has a mystical interpretation as some of the church fathers point out. And so the casting out of demons is the work of the church by exorcism. The speaking in new tongues, one of the church fathers says, is when we give up the language of this world and we take up the language of heaven, which is the word himself. And when we proclaim the word, we speak in these new tongues, 
these tongues of heaven. And the picking up of serpents is the taking of souls that have fallen into sin and not being injured by them, but restoring them to grace through the work of the sacraments. The drinking of deadly things is to be in the midst of the world that speaks all of the poison of falsity and yet be unharmed of it because of the truth, unharmed by it because of the truth that lives within us that is Christ. And the laying hands on the sick is also encountering those who are in need of Christ's grace. And through our love and our presence and the presence of Christ in us, they recover, they move towards health and they move towards Jesus. What we learn from St. Paul from this moment of his conversion, his one focus is Jesus Christ and his one focus is the cross of the Lord. He preaches nothing else after this moment because he knows that it is this moment that has changed everything, that gives everything its power. This passion, death, and cross of Jesus Christ is present to us here at the Mass. This is the moment where we encounter the risen Christ as St. Paul did. He calls us into that intimacy with him here, not only into his body, the church, but also to receive his body in Holy Communion. And then he sends us out from this moment of intimacy, this beautiful encounter with the risen Christ, to go and preach this mystery to all creation. Amen.